Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the 801 Podcast. My name is Cho. I'm Charles. I'm Sarah. And I'm Melissa. And we're a little late to the party because this list came out in December 2018, but now we are covering the Yabai list, the Konoga... Konobierga Yabai. Konobierga. There you go. Yes. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> These BL are awesome. Yeah. Um, or dangerous. Can explain what Yabai means? Yabai is... It's, it's kind of a word like awesome, where it could... I don't know. It could be awesomely good or it could be awesomely bad. Um, you know, sarcastic. Not like you're like, oh my God, that's awesome. Or, oh, that's awesome. It can be um, either one. So sometimes it's transla- translated as dangerous, um, but that's only one of multiple translations. It's like, it's a sort of a slang word, like cool or awesome or something. Epic. Yeah, epic. Epic, yeah. epic fail or epic, epic, I, I guess. Yeah. Epic win. See, I first heard of it in the context of dangerous so the first few you buy list i looked at i was like well, i don't know if it's good or bad that like i've read almost all of these uh-huh. like i thought these were like warning beyond i was like well my tastes <laughs> are kind of you buy i suppose no but now it's now i understand it's much more of like a these are the hot popular like bl from japan yeah i i showed someone a picture uh one time it was a costume i, I they said Where, do, where'd you get this and i said my grandmother made it and i said whoa yeah buy and i was like what and they're like, no, that means that, like, wow, she, wow, that's cool. Or, you know, wow, she's good at that. It's it's not negative, necessarily. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like if you see someone that's really attractive, you're like, oh, I want them to, like, step on me. It's a bad <laughs> thing, but you mean it in a good way. That's sure. hard processing. It. Sure. <laughs> it's like Japan's equivalent of, like, meme culture. Yeah. It's, it's a mood. Yeah. Like, I'm so happy I want to kill myself. Okay. Same. <laughs> but, um, so this list comes out... Uh, yearly i'm assuming mm-hmm, um, like mm-hmm. there is a general more like normal i guess list for like regular manga um but this one is specific to just bl um i've also heard it uh described as bl that's so good it has the danger of turning anyone into a fujoshi so <laughs> there you go. dangerous <laughs> there you go dangerous okay so there's 28 titles on the list and we're just going to go through them and sort of discuss them and uh see exactly what fujoshi are getting themselves into if there's like a trend in how we're moving in japan in japan Right. Not Western Fujoshi, Japanese Fujoshi. Um, so the first one is The Seed of My Rumspringa um, by Kaya Azuma. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Rumspringa is sort of like when uh, Amish kids are allowed to just go out in the world and get it all out of their system. And if they want to return, they can come back home. If they don't, then they're just out in the world. Um, I've read a couple of M.M. Rumspringa romances. 17 years old, is that right? There's a specific age, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure what the age is, but there is a specific age. 16 or 17. Yeah, and if they don't come back, then they can't come back home at all. Uh, And if you watch The Orange is the New Black, uh, one of the, what is it, heroin addicts? Yeah, methods. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, one of the methods is an homage kid. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So um, there isn't an official summary, at least that I can find. Um, But on manga updates, it does list some of the tags as uh, America, ballet, Cry baby sime, naive sime, older uke, younger sime, and prostitution. Um, I believe. <laughs> I've read it. Yeah, it's okay. so good. <laughs> it sounds good. Like oh, oh it's so good. I don't know what okay. they mean by ballet. So okay. we haven't gotten there yet. Haven't, haven't gotten there. There okay. might be ballet. There might not. It is the Schrodinger's cat of tags. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good. Uh, there's this little. I don't know if it's time period based uh, because it might be set uh, maybe 1920s, maybe a little later than that. Um, it's hard to tell because they're in bar outfits with like the little bow tie and stuff. The, and, and of course, the bartender is a slutty, slutty uke. Um, 
in which so is he the Amish one or who's Amish? No, the the he is the slutty bottom that meets the Amish kid, thinks oh. he's his uh, John, oh. and then finds out, oh fuck, you're not here for this. Okay, see, I'm I'm interested. <laughs> Go yes. on, it's so good. <laughs> okay, um, I when we first saw that we were like, what? It's like an Amish BL romance? Um, but obviously, at least one of us thinks it's good. The rest of us haven't read it. No, yet. I almost clicked it. But I didn't. But I and I can't remember if I saw it on My Reading Manga or Komi Komi Studio. But the cover, like just the title alone, gave me pause. And then I moved on to something else. But it is now definitely on my list because it was on the buy list. Okay, and I'm gonna read it because I mean it's all my points. <laughs> like it was good enough go. to get on the list, even though the title is super like clickbaity or like weird. So it it warrants it, I guess. I mean, I've seen the rest of the titles on these lists. I mean, not all of them are great. <laughs> so not all the of other them side. are as eye catching. There you yeah. go. The other side of your buy. <laughs> um, and next is an old favorite, well, newish favorite for us, Tin Dance. Yeah. Yay! Mm-hmm. Which you can actually get in English from Kondansha. Um, uh, we all know Tin Dance. It's competitive dancing, which counts as a sport, I think. This yes. Is the, this is the sports anime I wanted to be made, and it was, this is not like Welcome to the Barroom at all. It's so much better. Yeah. And it is not finished, and they're not together yet. No. Officially, so, but they're getting there. They're it's, getting uh, there. It's that foyer. They're rivals. Yes, well, I think, are. didn't the, sort of. didn't it move magazines, the manga did in Japan, it, and now it's in a uh, seinen magazine, mm-hmm. which doesn't, it shouldn't complicate things, but it's going to be a lot harder for the romance to move quickly in a seinen magazine. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of sexual tension. Okay, so for our reason we don't know, who wants to explain the plot of Tin Dance? Uh, I'll explain. So there's one man who is a Latin dance, a competitive dancer. And uh, there's another man who is a competitive ballroom dancer. And there's, uh, he's every year, he's the number two ballroom dancer because the competition's kind of fixed. He can never beat this other guy. Um, But he wants to compete in the 10 dance, which you have to do the five ballroom dances and the five Latin dances. Um, And so he gets the Cuban, uh, Japanese Cuban guy, uh, the Latin dance uh, guy, to instruct him and his partner on how to do the Latin dances. Um, and there's sort of kind of a history on the ballroom dancer side. Like he saw him a long time ago and he was like kind of captivated by how like free he was with his dancing and he really loved it. And the guy didn't, he didn't win the competition because he was dancing like for fun and not as much to the rules. And so they got a lot of points docked, but he was just like, wow, that guy really loves dancing. I want to feel like that. Cause for him, it's just like work. So, um, Anyway, there's a lot of uh, tension between the two of them uh, that has not yet come to fruition. But yes. I think it's really interesting that, like, number one and number two are both, like, Western, not Western-centric, but they feature, like, non-Japanese characters, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know if, I can't remember the top titles from the last years, but I don't remember that uh, being the case. It's pretty know. unusual to see, like, a Latino character in manga in general and just even yeah. in BL manga so it's interesting to see that dynamic which is and it ref, I think it reflects the world of ballroom dance but it's it's more than just like the pretty waltzes it, it is nice that they have the Latin dance yeah I mean there's not exactly like a Amish renaissance going on in Japan right now <laughs> at least if there is I haven't not yet because <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> that's the thing sometimes when you they'll see they'll never like, get there unless they're in a rowboat so 
Well, you'll see, like, see horse, trends when we get to Japan, there's going to be horses and like long hair. Because <laughs> I, like, I feel like if I look at, I looked at a lot of the covers over the last couple of years, and like I see an increasing amount of like actual animals on covers, like animal like beastmen, and that is disturbing to me because I do not like furry stuff, as everybody knows. But I'll see stuff like that, or like so. I wonder if this will become a trend because like visually, you can just kind of look and see how different things. Like I can tell what's popular. It's like okay, clearly there is a new market for like anthro stuff. Or, um, like, people who have relationships with, like, fox deities or that kind of thing. Because you can just see it so much on the covers. I hate to break it to you, but one of these titles is going to be... Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, featuring that's... a beast man. Okay, so that's... <laughs> because I keep seeing this on the covers because I look at Komi Komi Studio, like, every couple of months just to, like, get inspiration for, like, the... I really love the cover designs and it's, it's like, interesting for my, for my day job as a graphic designer. And so, I guess it... it I mean, well... There. We'll, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to be reading that one. I'm going to show Megaverse. It's coming. Oh. <laughs> so Megaverse is definitely, like, and it's blatant on some of the covers now. Like, you can definitely tell. Yeah. yeah. So, number three is Liquor and Cigarette by Ranmara Zaria, um, which is about a liquor store owner and a tobacco store owner who are childhood best friends. Um, I did not, I did not get all the way through this one but it was really sweet um the couple is actually pretty unconventional for most bl they both kind of look like sinais um but you know the childhood best friend romance and like the unexpected confession is all very standard bl um did anyone else read this one i wanted to because i liked her coyote Mm -hmm. a lot but i'm hesitant because i read one of hers that i really didn't like so i'm wondering if i liked this one but it sounds interesting so I did read this one, and Coyote I haven't actually read, but it's pretty dark at times, right? Yeah. So yeah. this one is not. This one is not in any sense of the word dark. So um, it uh, it was really sweet and cute and felt real, I guess, sort of the nice natural progression of things, oh. sort of. Um, so yes, I would recommend that. But Coyote, Coyote, you can get um, licensed from Sublime mm-hmm. now in English. Yeah, I haven't read that one by her, but I've read some of her other, um, like, short stories. Um, and I think what's interesting about her work is that it is very much, like, the, the two characters. There's not a super distinctive Sime and Uge di- dynamic for the art style. So if you're looking for that, like, two men aspect, which that's not something that I always go for. Like, the more muscles, like, not always the better for me. But I was pleasantly surprised reading Coyote how much I did like the character designs, even though they were very masculine. I think if you like Slash, maybe it would be a good starter. It's not like her designs are still very manga, but I think it's got a crossover appeal mm-hmm. that people might be looking for. Yeah, and also I will say for this one, it has a lot of gay characters and uh, uh, characters that identify themselves and not mm-hmm. always as straight. So um, I liked that about too. The, one of the main characters is bi, and everyone's okay with it. It's a, it's like you're on ice, a world without hate. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She she has some interesting worldviews if you read some of her short stories. So And it's set in Spain, by the way. Oh, okay. So that's, that's three out of four so far. Yes. Checking all the boxes. Sorry. Camilo and Teo are their names. No. Oh, that's right. Uh number four is Nights Before Night, which I have not read, but I was told by Charles it has Yakuza's and Dead Lovers and Family Issues and Grief. Yes, uh all of those things. Yeah, it's it's shaping up to be a an angsty Yakuza story. It's not fully scanlated in English, um, so I, I got to a sort of a cliffhanger, and it's, there's nothing else out there yet. Um, but if you like angsty guys who uh, can't forget about the man they loved who died tragically, and now someone else is coming into their life, um, 
and uh, yes, that's kind of where it's going or where it is. And piggybacking off some sadness with some shady characters, we have uh, Twitting Birds Never Fly, Ooh. aka Pounding Pinches Never Flutter, yeah. <laughs> aka Never Updating except twice a year, apparently. As impotent as his dick. Um, but you can read Twitting Birds of, on June or you can also get it on ebook Renta. Um, I think this is one that our reader, our listeners have probably read before, um, but it's a favorite of ours, I would say. Um, I think all of us have read it, um, mm-hmm. and we do make fun of it sometimes, but um, it's actually a very good story. If you like uh, like hurt comfort and you don't mind a little bit of unrequited love, I think it's pretty good. I don't always like angsty BL, but um, it's, I guess, fast-paced enough that it keeps my attention. Yeah, if you've been, like, if you read it from the beginning, it was a little bit slow at times. The last probably, I feel like, year to year and a half that me and Charles have definitely been reading and talking about the chapters, it's gotten very fast-paced, especially, like, there was a major arc of relationship development, and after that happened, it went straight into plot and, like, action, and some serious things happened. Serious things happened on a cliffhanger that I don't think it's updated yet because it said it was coming back in, like, June or July. Mm And it's just, it's like hit that moment. And so I thought it was going to be ending a lot sooner because it felt like it was getting there. But mm-hmm. I know that she talked about, that Mangaka talked about she has so much more to do. So I'm curious to see where it's going to go. It does seem like it's approaching the end and that anything else that comes will be in spinoff form. Yeah. I have famously predicted that everyone will be dead. Or at least, <laughs> at least, maybe one person will be alive to tragically mourn the other people who have died. It's Hamlet. Um, well, that's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, now, it can't it's... end well, right? I mean, it's a, it, it, a very angsty uh, Yakuza story. <laughs> so that's my prediction. So I just set set yourself up that it may end badly, okay? Charles is telling you the hard truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and maybe you'll be pleasantly surprised when it doesn't happen. Okay. And next up at number six is MADK by Rio Suzuri. Um, I have not uh, read this because the tags say um, Ero Girl, Absurdity, and Blood and Gore. Uh, but you read this, right? No, no, I read those tags as well okay. and said, you know what, I'm going to read a different title on this list. Maybe hopefully somebody else will okay, know something right. about it. Anyone uh, take a plunge? No, but I will jump on that spear next time. Okay. <laughs> I, I have not read it, but those tags are not a deterrent for me, so I will read this. Okay, yes. let's look at the summary. It's uh, Makoto. <laughs> okay, are you saying it's because it's a pure-hearted vanilla cinnamon roll childhood best friend character trope? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, put that and then put that with the tags we just read. Blood and gore. So oh, no. It's like that doujinshi where yeah, Makoto goes and kills everybody for heart. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm fine with this. Makoto means, like, sincerity or something like that. Oh, okay. So they're, they're setting us up for a pure-hearted guy with that name. <laughs> he is referred to as a deviant because of abnormal inclinations and has always suffered alone. One day, he half-heartedly used a book for summoning a demon. And he did summon a demon, successfully summoning Archduke of the Demon World, Jay, I guess that's his name, who has a majestic and beautiful appearance and could speak well. In exchange for his life, Makoto made a deal with Jay in order to make his hidden desires granted. Then he was suddenly reborn as a demon? Question mark, exclamation point. Okay. Oh, this is going on my list. Okay. So the character's name is Makoto. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, and the demon's name is just the letter J. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it's J like J-A-Y, and I was just like, that's not a demon's no, name. It's just right, the letter it's like J. I guess it stands for something, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. 
Well, I'll never know because I'm not going to read this. <laughs> I'll report back later. Sarah will okay. we'll take the plunge. Maybe we can't pronounce his name, so he just goes by Jay. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe it's like once you, it's like a rumple stilts. <laughs> 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 That's what I was thinking. You find out his name and then he goes away. <laughs> okay. Right. So at least two of our members are going to read that. Um, we'll come back to you guys on that. Um, number seven is dragless sex, Tatsumi, hmm. which. Um, Charles Let said. me explain something. So it's doragres sex, but so it's supposed to be drugless sex, okay? But in Japanese, it's written with like an A sound because they don't really have an A uh sound. It's an A sound because A can also make an A uh sound. And so when they were making the title, like cover of this manga, whoever did it wrote D R A G L E S S sex on it. So. It should be drugless sex. It was intended to that, but to be drugless sex. But whoever wrote the title um, in English did not know that and didn't look it up. So it sounds like you're having sex and you don't have to be in drag. Yes, it's the opposite of kai kai. Well, you have okay. to untuck so. to have sex. So. <laughs> right. So it is not. It is drugless sex. But you will see it written possibly as dragless sex. But don't be fooled. It's not about drag queens. It's about Omegaverse, except they took out everything about the Omegaverse except for pheromones. Yeah. And so there's pheromones... And there's drugs. There's not really heats. It's just the pheromones yeah. and drugs to suppress the pheromones and or suppress your perception of other people's pheromones because it's like seasonal allergies. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually kind of how they explain it. Yeah. Without yeah. the repressive yeah, it's like the, hierarchy system. Yeah. Yeah. The pheromone okay. thing is just they secrete it and then like as soon as yeah. they do, like they just want to have sex with whoever they're in contact with regardless of who they're attracted to. Well, no, it's the other way around. Like If, oh, you, right, yeah. just, if you excrete the pheromones, other people... Will attack will attack you. So they notice there's this great crime wave of sex crimes. What is it? Oh, these people have somehow come down with this pheromone syndrome. Uh, Sorry, pheromone. <laughs> 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 it is. They kind Not of explain it with like drag allergies. queen pheromone. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, right. drag with sex. Sorry. Um, <laughs> there are lots of crossovers, but unintentional, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So rape is a tag, and so is uh, aphrodisiac and reversible couples. So I guess once they get things settled, um, they didn't become a couple. So yeah, I did. Did anyone else read this one? I read this one. I read. And so this is a spinoff of the original Dragless Sex. This is just one specific couple. So in the first one, Tatsumi doesn't want to take his medication, and so and he just has sex with girls all the time. But if you like the person, your reaction to their pheromones is amplified. So there's this guy that really likes him, and he ends up raping him one day. And so somehow uh, they get over that, and <laughs> they become a couple. And if you, if you kind of <laughs> ignore the, them spontaneously getting over that, even though he says, you raped me, like, get away from me. Uh, but they ended up coming together anyway, and it got cute. Um, it just had that unfortunate setup. Okay. Number eight, and don't freak out is 100 and swastika. But not that swastika. <laughs> um, okay. Um, Momo um, which is set in the Edo period? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe so. And you've read it. I yes. I, I, how much have you read? I only read the first couple chapters. I read uh, up to chapter five. Okay, so you probably read more. 
Go ahead. Yes. I loved it because I saw the, t- the the cover and I was like, oh, I got to read this. This is period. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and um, I think this was on the list last year also, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how to read the title because it's the symbol for 100, to, which is and, and then the, the swastika symbol. But the swastika symbol usually indicates a temple or um, a part of a temple grounds somewhere. You'll see it on maps a lot in Japan. Um, and that's what it means. Um, hmm. So now that I saw it, I was excited to read it, but I haven't got that far into it yet. Yeah, last year when I was on the Yabai list, I saw it and I really wanted to read it, but they hadn't scanned it. So this year when I saw it, I was like, oh, perfect. Now I can read it. And so I read it. Um, it's a little different than I thought. I thought it'd be a lot more grungy because usually when it's period pieces, they go a lot more into the dark time period or whatever. But this yeah. one is really lighthearted. Okay. It's really like Some of the tags, I think, were... Rape was a tag. And maybe incest, or like, oh. maybe? I think, I think something they happened might with, be brothers. I, I oh, think yeah, something incest. happened okay. with his brother. With a brother. prostitution, yeah. incest, loincloth is a tag. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, Fundoshi, all the way. <laughs> yes, yeah. so we haven't gotten to that part yet. I don't know if they're brothers, but because I've only read like the first two chapters, and in the first chapter, I think Momo is thinking to himself, like thinking to his brother, but almost sounding like his brother was dead or like yeah. not there or something. It's so kind of unclear know. reading it. Mm-hmm. it. I don't know if it's the scan that I was reading or what, yeah. but it was, it it jumps back and forth. It doesn't really like stay consistent. It's mm-hmm. kind of lighthearted and kind of like a, a four coma almost. Um, yeah, the Momo's kind of a, a ditz. Yeah, l- l- not a lot of personal development on Momo. I'm guessing he has a tragic backstory that I haven't read yet. Probably, I haven't gotten there either. Yes, we'll see. But he is a prostitute. I'm not, not sure. I think he just stays with this guy from what I understand. Yeah. It's yeah, still unclear. Okay. Yeah. So we <laughs> outlook unclear. It's very muddy. Okay. Yes. It's muddy, but so far you like it? Yeah, it's yeah. it's gorgeous. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Atypical art style is also a tag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you say that it has a weird art style? It it has like a a previous like a I don't know how to say it, historical art oh. style. Like it looks more like woodblock prints. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that sounds yeah. nice. Yeah. A little bit. So that is two out of eight with the rape tag. That's 25%. Still doing pretty good, I think. And next up is Perfect Fit by Tanato. Uh, there, I could not track down summary for this at all. But uh, Baka Updates did have the tags, which are amputee, disability, physical handicap, and university students. So I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. <laughs> Perfect Fit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this is the first title I've ever seen that has like amputee as a tag. Um, when I clicked on it, it was mostly just, like, shoujo stuff and, like, standard stuff on Baka updates. So, I, if I do find this, which I don't think I will be able to, and if I do, it'll be in Japanese, um, yeah. I would like to read this. Okay. Right. And number 10 is A Thunderbolt from Cupid. Um, it's, it's set in a high school. Um, there is a kid who is... Everyone likes him, Shingo, and um, he's really, like, outgoing, and everyone loves him, and then there is his, like... Uh, more, not unpopular, but more like cool-headed um, friend, Eugene Gall, who has like a scar, and the popular guy's friends like dare him to find out what his scar is from, which is like, I think, as far as setups for a BL relationship goes, I think, you know, it's points for originality. Um, and it's cute. It's cute. Um, there is, it's a lot darker than I thought it was going to be. Not like overall, but like the scar, whole scar thing is pretty dark i'd say you're gonna have to pass me where you read this because i i looked for this one and i could not find it so i skipped it i'm gonna send you the link it's on a google drive and it's not mine perfect (laughs) deal 
Okay, so I think I'm the only one who's read that one. So I yeah. would say, yeah, read it. It's cute. Um, I'd give it a solid 6.5 out of 10. Um, and speaking of pretty cool manga, we have A Monster Exposed by Tanaka. Speaking of which, we're going to be watching Garotine OVA, OVA 2 today, right? Yeah! Sparkly, spark, uh, shiny edition. <laughs> yes, they have, they've toned down the censorship a little bit, and, uh, you can, it's, it's, instead of being a gigantic sphere of light, <laughs> it's more like a penis-shaped sparkles of light, like okay. spangles, oh, okay. like, like yeah. <laughs> we'll see, I haven't watched it yet, but I saw a screenshot, it should be good. Okay. It's shiny We're edition. Slowly get yes. there. It's like when you read, like, a BL, and the like, penis just has, like, a couple of black marks over it, mm-hmm. like, oh, look, it's covered up. <laughs> um, but, uh, this one is, uh, it's expanded on a, the couple from the anthology that she wrote before, mm-hmm. um, and there's trauma, and there's, uh, like, the guy, I think that guy was his bully before? there's a bully involved i haven't read this in a while it, so because I, I binge read all of her stuff is this the one because i know that this is the one where there was the domestic abuse yeah right and so the two couple they split up and then they've each found a new relationship this is this the abuser or this is the this is victim the, this is the victim oh, the traumatic okay. past learning to love again or become less insecure yeah i don't think i've caught up with this one in the most recent chapters but because it was originally oh, a one-shot yeah. in mm-hmm. her collection of, an, mm-hmm. of anthology, uh, her anthology yeah. collection of one-shots and uh, A Monster Exposed. Yeah, so uh, the first, I think, I can't remember which manga it is, but the one about the abused is when you learn about the relationship. Mm-hmm. And then in Renai Ruby no Tadashi Hurikata, is, there's two chapters about it, the second half of it. Mm-hmm. So then this is the spinoff of just it. Yeah. Okay, I might have caught up on uh, Renai Ruby and mm-hmm. not this one yet. I believe we had a spirited debate at the time about whether that, like, exonerates <laughs> his uh, boyfriend. Um, Tanaka's stuff is always, I mean, how can I put this? <laughs> um, I, I like a lot of her stuff. Like, I love Yari Teen, um, but her stuff has no central theme. It's all over the place. Yeah. Sometimes it's really, like, Yari Teen is really, really bubbly, and then some stuff is just like, why the hell would you do that to someone? Um, but I, I'd say we like her just fine. I know you don't like Yari Teen. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't like... You're very adamant about that. Yeah. yeah. And weirdly, I love There's no storyline. It's just them getting together and fucking... (laughs) Do you like her other stuff? I've read the Renai Ruby, and I'm not a fan. It's not my favorite, but it's okay. I mean, I'll read it. I mean, I'm just so mad that Escape Journey was the one that I chose to be. Escape Journey. Wait, well... Well, I hate it. <laughs> okay, so Escape Journey is the perfect one to start kind of coming over to the U.S. because it's a three-volume set. So it's something yeah. that they could test. Maybe they would have tested with a single, like, uh, volume, but I think it was a pretty good start because it was already completed. Yadachin is something that they, like, Sublime has no idea how long this is going to go. No. And Yadachin, I think part of the reason that it suffers from some of these plot issues is because it's just published on Pixiv. It's basically a doujinshi. Mm-hmm. So the author is pretty much doing whatever. And that's kind of like what I felt like it was at first is very much this whatever shock value like gag in a way. Mm-hmm. And it became so much bigger because it got so much more popular. But now all this, this plot has kind of gotten shoved in, whereas it mm-hmm. was really just like this slapstick, not necessarily the comedy, but like this whole like just the fact that there's a sex club in this school mm-hmm. like and now it's it's gotten a lot better i think as it's gone on because you you have all these plots being woven together which makes it more complicated because you got so many characters but it is getting better but her other stuff i think it's just depending upon 
like was it running in a manga magazine or how was it done um it it seems like she's still maybe finding some of what she wants her manga to be which i guess i appreciate that she has a lot of different things she's trying because some artists they get very much like i don't want to say stuck in a rut but they have their thing and if you like their thing that's great but if you don't then you're never really going to find something so i feel like she's playing around and i also like this is unconfirmed but like i've People on Twitter have been like, oh, she's like a Heisei baby. So I think that honestly some of this just could be like, we don't know how old this artist is. Like, she's potentially like our age or younger. And I think about like, would I really know what I want my manga to be like if I was a manga artist? So it's not, it's like it's, she's gotten very popular very quickly, but mm -hmm. maybe not on the same level in terms of being an established story writer. And some of the others. I feel with Yarachin, it was a lot of experimentation. It wasn't meant to be serious, and then so many people liked it that it was like, yeah. oh, wait, this is a real thing. And I get that feel from, especially yeah. the early Yarachin. Yeah, definitely. It was very, very much like a doujinshi. And yeah. now it's much more like a more serious manga. And next up is Ten Count, which you can get in English right now from Sublime. And Melissa is our resident Ten Count expert. So, Yes, I'm a very big Ten Count fan. Um, so all six volumes are available in English uh, from Sublime because the manga has finished. Uh, so I don't know how much longer it'll stay on the buy list. Um, but it is incredibly popular, and the anime we now have confirmation is coming in 2020. Um, they just released a key visual from Anime Japan, um, and it looks really pretty because Takurai herself drew it. Um, and they have a mobile app that came out, so I'm guessing that's part of the reason. That and the manga having finished in Japan is why people are still finding it popular. The mobile app's pretty fun to play. Um, if you don't understand Japanese, it's very difficult. I find it very hard because I don't speak Japanese. Um, but I have to confess I was a little disappointed with the ending. Um, Takarai herself had been very sick, so the updates had become like three pages, and so it would be three pages in the middle of like a sex scene. So if you read the volume in English, um, they kind of combine a lot of the chapters because the chapters aren't really chapters anymore. They're just like three pages of rimming, which is not really much of an update. <laughs> Literally, this happened, y'all. This happened. Um, so, still eating ass. So I will say that the last, like, the absolute last chapter, I was disappointed, but the last volume has got some good content. Though, like, I, I recently lent the whole set to one of my coworkers because I keep I keep pushing. I was like, I really want I really want ten count to like get licensed in the US and I, I work in the anime industry so I was kind of like hey friend in the industry you should read this because somebody should pick this title up for the anime um, and so she read it and I completely had ignored this the whole time but like the first thing she said to me was like Shiratani had the smallest dick and I just <laughs> and I just thought about it and like when she said that and I was thinking of all of those sex scenes I was like she's right <laughs> like all these sex scenes that I completely ignored that Takarai Sensei had drawn him so small. <laughs> and it was just compared to Kurosai. So that's my, my biggest takeaway, I guess, from the last volume now is like, oh no, his his tiny penis. <laughs> there was a lot of really good sex. So that's you should definitely, if you I mean, if you haven't read Ten Count yet, I don't I don't know, like almost everybody's read it or heard of it. It's like the biggest BL title of, of the decade, I think. Speaking of biased, number 13 is Ruminant. The anthropic. I can't pronounce it. Theanthrope? Therianthropy. Therianthropy. Omegaverse. Omegaverse. By Hana Hasumi. Um, which has orphans. It has furries. It has humans fucking things that aren't human. And prostitution. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? I wouldn't no, even it. Until the, end. <laughs> the prostitution, okay, maybe. But, like, all that other stuff, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Yeah. I mean, this is the type of um, uh, Omegaverse that has, like, 
the character actually has like animal like thing going on. Animal, like there's like yeah. a wolf on the cover, right? No. Yeah, a wolf man. Yeah, a wolf man. So <laughs> that's like Western Omegaverse, you probably wouldn't see that like at all. Um, Japanese Omegaverse has really like set itself apart. I think it's just our particular safe circle of Omegaverse that we've been reading. I'm sure there's Omegaverse out there in Western <laughs> culture that has like Beastmen. That's, like, that's why I would not do Omegaverse at first. Y'all knew because I thought it was too close to furry stuff. And then I found some that enlightened me. And now, see, I can't, you can't get outside your like, little circle. <laughs> no, I mean, like, seriously, Western Omegaverse is pretty standard. I mean, to human people hmm. who just secrete from their asses. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> oh. Perfectly normal. Right? <laughs> yes. I mean, we don't bring out like furries like you think is com- something completely different in this yeah. <laughs> case um but yeah has heat um has a wolf man um you've read it too right no oh. i don't really go for wolf people i you you were assigned our tiger man being oh yes and i read it because i was assigned it <laughs> okay <laughs> okay it was the, okay there's well, a clear line there <laughs> i'd give this one a five out of ten um points for originality okay and 14 is color recipe by harada um, this one was... I don't amazing. Want... Okay. <laughs> Ashley says amazing. <laughs> I like... It's cute, but of course, it's problematic because the Sime is a stalker, kind of. Like, he's borderline obsessed with the Uge. Um, and while sometimes it can be, like, wacky hijinks, it's also like, wow, that's fucked. And really manipulative. <laughs> oh, yeah, and really manipulative. That's, like, a, a, a very big thing in that, right? Really um, big. Like, deception, manipulation, um... I I mean it's on the list so someone's getting something out of it um but it's it really is like more like a character study I'd say than a romance because it does not end happy and you also start feeling bad for the the semi even though he's the one who's like a manipulative stalker who's obsessed with the okay they have sort of a happy ending I mean it's I mean there's a lot of like hang-ups it's not happy like it's happy in the story but as a reader you're like that should not have worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Har- Harada's ti- titles are often uh, either dark or have a lot of problematic content or both. She pushes the envelope quite often. Hmm. Yeah, and this was pushed. Right. Number 15 is Whimsical Jaguar. Um, you can get this one on ebook Renta. It's under the title My Fickle Jaguar. Um, I have not read this one, but it looks cute and I plan on reading it. Um, and, well, the it's... About musicians, I know that. So there's, it's, I think, a producer and a reporter. Um, and that's all I know. But yeah, that one's cute. Um, it's on ebook Renta, and I'm going to buy it. I'm going to read it after you you get it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up is Marble by Toko Kawai. And again, could not find a summary. No, but she is one of my favorite authors. So I wanted to find it, and I could not. Yeah, so well, it's about chefs and restaurants and the sime is a straight man quote unquote Mm -hmm. that's all i could gauge (laughs) okay but she is author also the author uh if you guys remember way back when uh cut she wrote cut she wrote bonds she wrote uh these are all published english titles you can get and then there's one like something about tomorrow or or something tomorrow i don't know Maybe around the corner or something like that. I don't remember. But I have all of the stuff that is published in English by her. So I was really excited when I saw her name on the Yabai list. And I was like, oh, I'm going to read this. There's no scans. We're just going to deep, <gasps> deep. You know, number 17, again, no summary and also no tag, so I have no idea what it's about. But it's I Don't Know How to Trust by Koshino. Um, 
So I guess let your imagination run wild. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm looking up covers now because sometimes I'll see something like on Komi Komi and see the cover, but not have seen it. So I'm wondering if I've actually seen any of these. Okay. Number 18 is Tashiro, you are? Tashiro-kun, kimite yatsu wa. I saw this title recently recommended by someone maybe. I haven't read it yet, but when I saw this, I have heard that title before. So I think it's, um, I guess that's why it's on the list. Just I it's started buzzing. reading it. So How was it? How much did you... Oh, I haven't read it yet. I was oh. going to read the summary. <laughs> I've read it. Okay. okay, we'll read the summary and then I'll go right. Ibihara gets mugged by Toshiro. Okay. <laughs> His junior in college. They somehow end up to hanging out together after that. I love how I said they somehow. Gloss <laughs> 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 over that. They're together now. And Ibihara slowly begins to realize that Toshiro may not be as frightening or as weird as he appears at first glance. Um, the tags are co- uh, cosplay, cross-dressing. Uh, manga in a manga and misunderstood characters. Oh, and uh, Otaku Scary Male Lead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say Otaku Scary Male Lead is on the note. <laughs> um, but it's it's kind of interesting. Uh, I It didn't feel like a yaoi when I was reading it or a BL. And it was... It was, it really felt, it read like something like a shonen title almost, mm. but, uh, it was really goofy. Mm. Uh, the characters are not beautiful, Bashonen. they're kind of like really, the guy looks really creepy. <laughs> he just stares and he's, he has this dark hair. He's like the typical emo guy that you wouldn't want to talk to and you pretend that isn't looking straight at your soul. Like he would Naruto <laughs> run in your hallway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he, he picks it, I think. I sort of skimmed over it, to be honest. But I think he picked up his wallet and he thought he was robbed. And he's like, oh no, he robbed me, run. And he's like, here, you drop this. <laughs> so he wasn't really mugged. I don't think he was really mugged. And then he ended up at like the the uh, manga research group. Because the after school like club of like reading manga. Uh, and he's a There's part like of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a part of it. He's a huge nerd and he just sits there and he's creepy. And then there are a bunch of other weirdos in his club. And this kid ends up finding him there and he's like, oh, hi, you're following me now. Um, and it's kind of interesting. So it's a spinoff of Love Stage. Is kind of. Saying. Kind of. <laughs> but with, better with, artist. with actual nerds that aren't cool at all. Gotcha. Yeah, I do like how it just glossed over like, oh, he gets mugged. Somehow they start hanging out together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But that sounds nice and I like the tag. So maybe I will I'll read that. Where did you read that? I'll have to look it up, but I, it's online. All right. And that's by Yamada. Just in case you're following along. Yeah, their 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 teacher sponsor looks like a clown. Okay. Like he's really odd dra- oddly drawn. Sounds like this one is 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 new wave for sure <laughs> in the art style. Yes. Yeah, so if you okay. like otaku and ugly characters, I guess <laughs> not beautiful <laughs> like not beautiful bashonen boys. They're yes. really odd looking. Straight up odd. Okay. Number nineteen is may I fall into your control? Um, this is. I would just back off from this automatically. The tags are drunken course, non-consensual drugging, police officers, and rape. I think that's the third rape title in this. Um, it's a real go-getter scout for gay porn videos. <laughs> Makajima sets his eyes on Nita, who has a wiry physique and hides his youthful face with, gu- with glasses. He casually started talking to him downtown and successfully lures Nita using their common interests, books. Afterwards, in order to bring Nita's talents as a porn star, Makajima molests Nita, while this obscene development, will Nita fall into the hands of Makajima? Question mark? Yes. Um, it's Makajima. Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I assume do. so. <laughs> is Makajima the police? Um, I'm not sure which one. Like, police officer is a tag, but it doesn't say. One uh-huh. of them is a scout for gay point videos, and that's Makajima. I'm guessing that makes Nita the police officer. Huh. Well, 
we might find out at some point. I haven't read it. I'm not going to read it. <laughs> Someone's got to take one for the team. I'd read it. Someday. 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 When it gets scanned. If it's not. That's not my uh, my squick. We're good. And the last one, again, I cannot find a summary or a tag. It's The Nine-Tailed Fox and the Degenerate Priest, which tells you exactly what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> I am so down for this one. There's another one with animal people. Oh. Naruto isn't Naruto, but they yeah, start human, human, so it's Naruto and, and a degenerate priest. <laughs> I guess you could call Kakashi like, a but priest. they look human, so so that's a that's cool. Okay, I mean, so if from the list, time, did any of you guys like? So we just looked at all twenty of these titles. Did you notice any patterns in any of these? Um, lack of of rape being in the titles, which we our research has shown is mm-hmm. uh, going away mm-hmm. and uh, or is not as common as we think it is. Um, I don't know. It seemed to be a lot of things. We have an yeah. Aroguro on the list, and, uh... Which, oh, yeah, we just found out that apparently, like, the guy gets fucked up his throat. While yes, he's being he eaten. open his throat for the guy to fuck him in it. Okay, so that's, like, that's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. There uh, aren't a lot of, like, student titles. titles. There are some, but oh. uh, before it was, like, everything you read is a high school student. High school student. Okay. And there are less of those, I feel, on this list. Maybe the manga car getting older. They're like, I don't want to <laughs> yeah, deal with this Yeah, I don't want to deal with children anymore. <laughs> and like we mentioned, there is uh, not a lot, but we noticed uh, the first few titles uh, that were on top of the list had a lot of uh, non-Japanese characters in them. Yes. So I was actually looking while we were doing this and found the whole listing. There's like 108 on here on Tumblr. But they also have apparently, because this is a Japanese book that gets published every year, the actual Yabai list you can buy. Yeah. They have Best Sime. Wait, you can't just look okay, at that. Okay. Tell us who it is. <laughs> Camillo from Liquor and Cigarettes. Oh, Camillo. Oh, uh, Camillo. Um, Domeki from Twitter Birds. Always. Hey. Always. Theodore Sullivan from Rum Springa. Okay. Oh, that's a very American name. It's like he Inui just from Drugless Sex. Yes. <laughs> Inui, okay. Uh, Fukusuke uh, from Color Recipe. Recipe. Um, they have Best Uke. We have Haru from Nights Before Night. Tatsumi from Drugless Sex. Terashima Natsuki from Blue Sky Complex. Love Blue Sky Complex. Teo from Liquor and Cigarette. And Shirotani from Ten Count. They have Best Megane, which is Glass's character. Aso Arata from Kimagure na Jaguar. Was that on the oh, list? Oh, yeah, the... Whimsical, Whimsical, Whimsical Jaguar. Jaguar. Okay. Yes. Uh, Nemugasa from Hidoka Shinaide. Okay. Don't be cruel. And uh, Narasaki Motochika from Blue Sky Complex. Love Blue Sky Complex. Um, they also have listings for all these others. I don't know if we're going to go through all them, but they have Best Oyaji, Best Hitare, which is good Wait, for nothing. I would like to know what was the best. Okay, grandpa. you know what? Let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> so they say middle-aged character. Okay. Uh, so it's Maki uh, Junichiro from Konomi Janakato. Mm-hmm. Um, Montague Joel um, Latro from Barbarities. A Barbarities, oh, Suzuki Tsuta. I, I love that. I did not expect um, that. And He's Matsuda Tatsuhara from Gomene Ojisan. <laughs> I probably should have said that cuter or something. Um, they also have Best Hitare, which are good for nothing characters. Um, Kiyomiya Tetsuji from Orewa Tayorikata ga Wakarimasen. What's that was that? on our list, wasn't it? Was it? What is uh, that? Let's... Oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Say that name was again. That in English. 
Ore wa tayori kata ga wakarimasen. Yes, I don't know how to trust. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, I don't yeah, know how to trust. Yeah, because I remember Yeah. Oh, no, uh, number 18. Uh, Tashiro from Tashiro-kun mm-hmm. was on the list. And Miyasaka-ken from Tokyo Shinju. The best sundere were Arikawa Ryuji from Shiroto Yankee Kikipatsu. Kikipatsu, yeah. That one I've heard of recently too, but I haven't read. Is it the... I've heard... I've seen a couple with Yankee in the title, mm-hmm. so maybe that's the one. Uh, Todoki Ao from Cupid No Rakurai. And Saijo Takato from uh, Takaichi oh. for uh, sundere. <laughs> Saijo was very sundere yeah, in the show. The, the definition. I would just like to point out that it looks like that on, the only sime and uke they were both on that list of best um, is from... Uh, Blue Sky Complex! Yeah. Yes. And also uh, liquor and cigarette. But you oh, haven't yes. let me get to the rest of the list. Okay. Well, I guess I want to buy this magazine and look through it now. Yes. Because if you yeah. look at best sadist number two... <laughs> it's, is Kura- it words? it's Kurosei! Okay. <laughs> okay. Ten count, so take perfect. away his license. <laughs> Ten count. Uh, so, um, I have a few new things to read and a few new things to avoid. Um, I think we all talked about some of the things you want to pick up from this. Um, and we look forward to next year's list. Um, so that is it for us. Uh, bye! Bye! bye. Very special thank you to our patrons, Angela, Christina, and the Top to Bottom Podcast. For more information on how you can support BL Garden, check the links below. See you next time.